0: Thank you for tuning in to Layton organized You're on a trip with me to locations out far to do what I do when I do it, how I do it when I do it good. One of my favorite rappers growing up was uh, Mace. I kind of always gravitated to uh, rappers Quarter mile. that... Quarter um mile, Carolina, Carolina, Seemed like they were themselves. They, they weren't trying to portray too much of an image that was, a, that was far away from who they actually were. And they kind of rapped or uh, spoke with a very laid back tone or uh, a tone natural to them. They weren't super aggressive. They were just um, talking that shit. And uh, Mace... Uh, Lloyd Banks, Keith Murray, um, rappers. Corrupt, Corrupt was one of my favorite rappers when I was young. You know, I always liked rappers that were um, clever, seemed like they were themselves for the most part, and just rap from a tone of voice. Eighteen miles, damn. That uh, that spoke with a tone of voice that uh was like they were just talking. They talking to you. Let me talk to you. What was that line? I just, a line just popped in my head. I think it was Sheik Luch. That's why I don't rap. That's why I don't yell when I rap. It's like I'm talking. I'm basically talking to y'all. Sheik <laughs> Luch is uh like a lot of people, like my favorite rapper out of the uh, locks is Jadakiss. Cause Jada Kiss is just nice, but Sheik Luch was always a good rapper to him because he's like underrated, humorous. Is is you know I'll, that's what's up. <laughs> um, we're getting close. Like I, I like astrology, right? whether it's real or it's not real. Uh, I like the idea that we have set pieces in our personality that define us in a way that is like the foundation of who we are that there is a uh, nature and nurture that um, craft who we are but these finite things about us uh, the who we become kind of gravitates around who we actually are based on uh, our horoscope sign like I said a lot of people get wrapped up in the uh the realness of it. And a lot of times I feel like it's because some people completely define who they are from it and they use it to make excuses for things they do or things they don't do. Like completely like they'll be a uh two-faced piece of shit and be like oh it's just my gemini ways uh they'll be like super emotional and erratic and be like oh you know it's just me being a cancer it's like yeah i get it at the same time you got control over <laughs> who you are like stop using that to to, to say that you're doing or some people feel a way because they'll get they'll be seeking a get to know someone and they'll be like, oh, you a Scorpio, I don't fuck with Scorpios. And then they feel a way about people believing in astrology. A lot of times when people uh, feel a way about something, it's because that thing negatively affected them. And now, you know, cognitive dissonances won't allow them to uh, appreciate it or indulge in it. (laughs) But I like um, astrology. Mainly because I like my sign and I I identify with uh, a lot of things that my sign says about me that I can look back in my life and say like, you know, I could see the correlation. Like uh, Capricorns are known to be uh, old when they're young and young when they're old. I'm still, I am still can't wait till I get to a point where I'm young when I'm old, because I still feel like I'm old when I'm young. But that used to be a big thing when I was growing up that I would always um, meet such friction with the uh, authority figures around me because anything I ever did, they would, it would hold more weight because they would always tell me, well, you know better than that. Well, you got common sense, so you should know not to do that. And it's like, I, I couldn't get away with anything. Not that I was trying to get away with anything, but like nothing could ever be a mistake or a lapse in judgment or I couldn't be flawed because Of my level of awareness and things that happen is almost like, well, you know. And because you know, whatever happened, you purposely did it. (laughs) It's like, you know, I'm a kid. I didn't purposely do anything, I'm a child. But that's always been um, something that happened when I was growing up. And I, I, is before I knew about, you know, how Capricorns are. The thing is like just because i have uh, uh, an awareness and understanding on a conscious level doesn't mean that it's, it's like that on the thinking level and that's one of the things that capricorns uh we just have an awareness in the moment of what's going on like we can put two and two together but just because we can put two and two together at what's happening in the moment doesn't mean that we understand the pure context of what's happening. We can just put two and two together about what's happening right now. And I, I don't think that a lot of the authority figures around me understood that that was where I was mentally. They kind of uh, over-anticipated my, my actions and thoughts. But that is a function of, of Capricorns. As I got older and I, I learned to live within that, I started to understand how um, a lot of my thoughts and ways that I see life and I I expect things to happen are conservative because I'm just, I I look at it from a long-term viewpoint. I look at most things from a long-term viewpoint because I have a lot of awareness and I understand context and I can put two and two together that if I do this then this will eventually happen if you do this then this will eventually happen not that it will absolutely happen it's just that this is a, it's a higher chance that this is going to happen so this is what I choose to do rather than deal with that down the road I can see I can kind of guide where I want to be and that's a um Capricorn attribute because one of the biggest things that we desire in life is safety. And when I was young, I did understand that my desire for safety was a good thing. I, I hated it. I felt like I was a coward. Like why why am I always trying to avoid the worst? Why am I always anticipating the worst? Like, and why does it scare me? (laughs) And it's just because we have a desire for safety and it's not about courage, it's just about an understanding that why do something that will involve such a risk if you don't need to. Now, if it fits the risk, then that's something to do. But if it doesn't fit the risk, then it's just stupid. And when you're young with a conservative mind state and an older mind state, and you're surrounded by children who basically are children, you kind of stand out. (laughs) Because they don't see what you see. They, They are in the moment. They don't have context. A lot of kids don't learn something until it happens. But when you have an awareness and common sense and understand two plus two equals four, you can see where you're headed. So growing up, being a Capricorn was kind of a a contradiction because I was youthful and I was around youth, but I felt like an adult. And I always felt like that was a detriment to myself until I got older and I was able to understand how much it benefited me growing up, especially being black and the male, you understand? So another attribute about uh, Capricorns that uh, really troubled me when I was young is our seriousness. And a lot of our traits go back to self-preservation and understanding about getting to where we want to go when we have a goal we are so dead set on obtaining that goal because it's like a carrot in the stick for us like i know that i can do that i know i can do that and this is what i have to do to do that i want to get that thing like when we we have a determination about what we want once I tell myself that I want something I cannot do anything but think about how I can get it and once it becomes a reality that it's possible for me to get oh man I I will not let it go and I will be dead serious about everything in my life you will not knock me off course I have to get that thing that I want and usually that thing that I want will provide me a level of armor that's going to make me that much better, that much stronger, that much more protected, that much more safe. For Capricorn, our safety is top notch in our minds. So when I was young, I was very, very serious. I saw everything from a serious standpoint. Everything, was a lot much more black and white. There was no gray area. It was either good or bad. And that kind of hindered me because it prevented me from taking risk that possibly could have benefited me. But if it wasn't an absolute win, I didn't want to fuck with it. I was that serious about life. Now as I get older and I've gained more awareness and context, I start to see a lot more of the gray area and and understand that I may be intelligent, but I can't predict the future. There's a lot more nuances to things that go on. Another thing about Capricorns, as we get closer to Capricorn season, is that we're aloof. And we're aloof because if it doesn't surround our goal or a part of what we are trying to obtain, it doesn't matter. And oftentimes, the social aspects in life don't pertain to what we're trying to accomplish. So we don't care and because we don't care, we don't get involved in the minutiae of everything, like a lot of social interaction is societal things that are cultural things that people do to make others feel comfortable well, if your comfort is not a part of a goal that I'm trying to accomplish, what is your your comfort mean to me? (laughs) If you don't mean anything to me, what does your comfort mean to me? So I'll be aloof, not because I don't care. It's just because I don't care. (laughs) And a lot of times uh, it's a benefit because those who don't know us will see it as being rude and arrogant. Even times, some, those that do know us would will assume that we're rude and arrogant, but we have a good heart. And those that really know us know know we're, that we're just aloof. They might pull us to the side every now and then and be like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. And when you did this and that, you know, that affected this. And then once we know and we say, okay, so this person who's informing me of this situation it means something to them. And because it means something to them and they mean something to me because they're part of a goal that I'm trying to obtain, I'll start doing it. <laughs> Everything with us always goes back to goals and safety. That's just how we are wired. So uh, when I was young, it was a big issue because like I said, I had a level of arrogance that people assume was purpose was on purpose, but it was it was not. I just didn't care about things that uh, didn't personally affect me or people I was connected to. But as I got older, I started to learn that, you know, everything isn't about me. Sometimes, you know, you, even if it, it, it doesn't involve obtaining something, it's okay to cradle someone, <laughs> you know, because everyone's not. I didn't see it. I didn't see myself as, as this attribute as strength, as being able to uh, have the strength to quiet the noise around me and focus on what I want that that's a strength I thought that everyone could do that and then I realized that everyone can't do that and uh, sometimes you have to do that or help others obtain that you know just because it's um, it's, the, it's the humane thing to do you know it's the nice thing to do and even that sounds arrogant, but I totally don't mean it in an arrogant way. Another thing about uh, Capricorns is that we're quick-witted and uh, (laughs) clever. We're very quick-witted and and clever. So uh, when people like us, they really like us. They talk about us to other people and talk about how smart we are because we were kind of more on the introverted side, not because we're shy, it's just that we don't, like I said, social things, the minutia of social, the social side of things don't really concern us. So we rather just not talk than talk. But when we do talk, because we talk to ourselves, because our thoughts and that our own thoughts interest us, when we actually open up and clarify our thoughts to others. It's, it's it's very thought through. It's very thought out. It's purposeful. And, and I think it's more purposeful to anything, anything. And we're serious about what we're saying. So it, and it, it comes out as clever because we thought we you know we went through the the, uh, the spider web of where we need to go with this thought or uh, this feeling. It's so by the time it comes out so fine tuned that it comes off as clever but it's more it's just that we just put that much into it. we put a lot to, into everything we're serious another thing about uh, Capricorns is that we hold the grudge and the thing about that is that like I said our main goal is safety and we protect ourselves so if you're around if you're close enough to us to hurt us in any way that's who you are forever once you show us that you're capable of something you're always capable of that I can never let that go because me letting that go is me willingly letting my guard down for you to do it again at some point. I can forgive what you did but you will always be that person to me. You will always be capable of that. And every time you say something that tries to contradict that Immediately, the thought of what you did will pop in my head that no, no, you are that. There's no, you're capable of that. Because one thing that we learn is that everyone has ranges of what they, they are capable of and what they aren't capable of. Like I said, context two plus two equals four, long term thinking. Everyone has a range. And once your range extends to the negative side, that's not a one-time thing. If you're capable of something one time, you're capable of it anytime. So it's, it's not more that we hold the grudge. It's just that you you are who you say you are. On some Dennis Green shit. They are what, they, what we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. <laughs> it's just the way we think. And that that uh, hasn't changed from my youth to who I am now. That's been steady. Now I've learned to, when I was younger, if you cross me and I felt that way about you, I didn't want to be around you at all. I didn't want to interact with you. You, It was black and white. You cannot be around me. I will not fuck with you in any way, shape, or form. And then as I got older, the thing that has changed is that I can be political with it. I may feel that way about you, but if it serves my purpose, I can get over it. Emotionally, for the moment, but I couldn't. I cannot be around you. You're gonna wear. You're gonna wear away the the uh, the armor that I have to put on to to deal with you. <laughs> you're gonna wear it away. The social battery for you is gonna run out much quicker than it runs out for everyone else. And uh, another attribute that people say that we have in horoscopes astrology say that we have is that we're cold but a lot of what I just described for people that are open and forgiving and social I could see how all of that seems like we're cold but we, we just I don't want to say calculating we have a goal And you know, if if it's not a part of what we want, what is the point of doing it? We can turn off everything that does not feed into what we want. And it just makes sense to do that. It just does not make sense to fuck with things that don't matter. So it can seem like we're cold. We can we can come into a room and sit down by ourselves and be in our own world, do our own thing, and people will think we're cold. And it's like, what is in this situation? What is talking to you gain me towards what I want? What is caring about what you have to say gain me towards what I want? And if it's nothing. What's the point of even interacting with you? It's not that I don't like you. It's not that I'm cold hearted. It's not that I don't care. It's just that I don't care. And we we, we, we are very emotional people. That's another thing is that we don't feel emotions or are. We aren't sensitive. It's just that if expressing it, isn't something that will get me to my goal what's the point of doing it that's why a lot of times Capricorns in relationships people say oh when they get in relationships they put the walls down no it it benefits me for my goals my goals of being in a relationship with you and that goal is while well, I'm in a relationship with you to have sex and convincing you that we have that bond is important yeah the walls will come down (laughs) the walls will come down because it it benefits me (laughs) even though it's real even though it's real they are real emotions it's just that opening up those emotions benefit me so it makes sense to do it And that leads into another attribute that people believe we have, which is that we're selfish. It's like, no, we're not selfish. It's just that it, what sense does it make to do anything if it doesn't benefit me in some way? We can be charitable because doing charitable actions make us feel good. Giving to people who have less than us to make them feel good makes us feel good so we'll be charitable. Doing for others makes them feel good so we feel good because we made them feel good. So we're not selfish. It's just that if it doesn't benefit me in any way, why would I do it? If you have a Capricorn in your life that you're dating or whatever, and they start to be cold to you, or they start to uh, do some of these things that, these negative things that you feel are attributed to a Capricorn, it's because you no longer benefit them. It no longer benefits them to do that stuff. You need to ask yourself why. (laughs) Why doesn't it benefit them to do that? So let's see, uh, cold, serious, mature, selfish. Oh, the other thing is that we, we, we are, uh, this is the thing that always bothered me when I used to read about Capricorns is that we love uh, money and material, we're very materialistic and concerned with status. And that's not true. Like I said, we are very driven by our own safety. And in a capitalistic society, being financially secure is safe. And the more that you make opens up more that you can obtain to make your life more comfortable. So from the outside, you see someone go from a Ford Escort to a Benz and feel like they're materialistic. Like, no nah, this, this Benz affords me a lot of comfort. I have less issues mechanically. It floats, it feels nice, it's safer. They go from sweats and t-shirt to nice suits. Well, when I walk in the room, people take me more serious, so it's easier for me to obtain my goal. This watch means something to you. That's why I wear it. Because it helps me obtain what I want from you. And that's, uh, when I was younger, I was more caught up in uh, all of that because I thought that that stuff gave you confidence because the people who had confidence had that stuff until i got that stuff and realized it didn't give me confidence but it helps you blend in with the people that uh use it for confidence but i don't really want to blend in unless it's a part of what i have to do so if i do it i'm gonna do it right for the moment that i need to do it so when you see me you're gonna think that i'm materialistic like no I see that it's important to you and I'm going to be the best version of what's important to you to get what I want. But when I'm home, (laughs) this sweats in a T-shirt, buddy. We are all about ourselves. We're all about benefiting ourselves. Now, when you come into our circle, when you get close to us, we want the best for you. Because the best for you means you're safe And if you're safe, we're safe So we become very Protective of those that we love And that's why we're very We're known as very loyal Because me being unloyal Affects your mental state And as long as you're important to me Because you're a part of a goal I have keeping you mentally safe is important and that's why we're loyal. Everything comes back to our own desire for our own safety. We care more about that than other signs so we appear to be loyal but we're more loyal to ourselves than we are to anyone else. So that's the The crazy thing about uh, astrology is that everyone thinks that these things are just finite attributes because that's just a part of who that person is because of that sign. It's like, no, there's a motivation behind it. That's why you also can never base everything on someone's sign because even though they may have that attribute in them strongly, some there's a motivation behind it and if you don't, don't understand their motivation behind it they they may do something that you feel like hey that's not what that sign does it's like yeah because it's not a part of their motivation a lot of people think that uh, cancers are emotional but what's the motivation behind their uh emotion Some cancers are emotional because the motivation is that they like to feel emotion. Some cancers are uh, uh, emotional because the motivation is that their emotions protect them. The crab, hard outer shell, soft inside. So if they flash though that anger at you, flash that emotion at you, it pushes you back. to feel more protected, that's their motivation. And their motivation is that they're insecure. So, they'll do something that you feel like a cancer shouldn't do. It's like, cancers, uh, you know, if they if they feel insecure and they keep their emotions in, like, well, cancers are emotional. It's like, no, their motivation is to protect themselves. still emotional. They'll just turn it inside we won't turn it outside. Like, a Gemini is two-faced. They are. And they have different motivations for it some are insecure and feel like if they're not the best version of themselves that other people anticipate them to be that they're bad people so they'll get around one person and say that person is artsy and they're like I I love being artsy, I can't stand people who aren't artsy and they'll get around somebody who's not artsy like I I can't stand artsy people and then when those two people are together they're like hold on now you said this (laughs) or they'll find out from another person that this person was down to some shit that they said they like it's like no they just that's just who they are that might be that that gemini's motivation because they are insecure some gemini's the two-faced because their motivation is that they're gossips some Geminis are t- uh, two-faced because their motivation is that they're manipulative. I think the, the most common thing I've seen with Geminis is that their motivation never comes from anything positive. It always comes from like a, a, a something within them that doesn't make them feel complete. And I don't know why. I mean, I don't know enough about Geminis to understand why they they really ever feel like they're complete inside. I don't I, that's kind of weird. But, you know, if you're a Gemini, maybe you know. You know, I I feel like if they ever um got over that 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 missing piece in themselves and realize their ability to make others feel good and motivate others and be a friend to others. And they started to look at it from a positive attribute. They become very, very uh, charismatic and they, be, they, be, they can be leaders. You know, uh, Tupac and uh, Biggie were uh, Gemini's not to say they didn't have you know things within them that negative things in them within them that drove them to be who they were but you know that that skill is not a skill that's that's um easy to do like that shit's effortless with them like with a capricorn the ability to uh have common sense and context and be future thinking is effortless to us. We don't even try to do it. It just, it's just the way that we think. So that skill with, uh, Gemini's to be so social, it's just effortless to them. They just, they know what to say to put a smile on your face. They know what to say to disarm you. It's effortless. And at the same time that they can know what to say to disarm you, there could be nothing behind it. There can be no emotional connection behind it. There could be no purpose to make you feel good. It's just that they can do it because they need you to to feel that way. For whatever reason, they don't really like you. They don't really care about you. They don't feel no way about you. It's like, hey, I just know if I say this, it'll make you smile. And you smile and benefits me. Oh, I just wanna do it because it's who I am. You know? That's uh I don't know why I went into Gemini. But um That's uh we're on the cusp of Cap Capricorn Cusp. Cusp. <laughs> we're on the cusp of uh Capricorn season. And I'm proud to be a Capricorn. I'm happy to be a Capricorn. I, I used to, when I was young, I really felt like it was a detriment because I was young and it made me think old. And it was just a detriment to think old when you're young. And I didn't understand why. I didn't understand my motivations. So it was really hard for me to, to come to terms with it. All I ever saw was a negative side of it. But as I get older, I, I see how it benefits me. So, you know, I really do appreciate being a Capricorn um, we definitely are not the uh, the ones that all the ladies love like LL Cool J he's a Capricorn ladies love Cool J the, uh, the ladies love us but it's more <laughs> the ladies in the right mind because for some reason we come off as mysterious and smart and something to obtain, like a, a, a trophy, somewhat. Ladies love that. Helps a uh, ladies who want a social status. But we definitely aren't the the first choice of ladies who want to have fun. And uh, Leos normally are that. Leos are normally the choice. Ladies love Leos. Leos exude, like, uh, exude uh, a sense of danger. Like, it's like an aura with them. And danger means fun. So, ladies love Leos. So, when it comes to dating, like, uh, I, I stay in my pocket for what is attracted to me because I know what is attracted to me melds well with what uh, with my goals. And I didn't understand that when I was younger because I didn't understand my motivations. But now because I understand my motivations, I understand that what is drawn to me is drawn to me because of the, the, the journey that I'm on. And it fits with what I want and what I do. So that's why I care about it. And if it doesn't fit And with what I want or what I do I don't care so if the ladies don't like me the ladies can love me because I don't care bye y'all thank you for tuning in to uh, Late and Disorganized on a chilly day it's um overcast and chilly. I'm sure a lot of y'all doing this time right now cold too because uh, the temperature is just there right now. Crazy thing is that um it's a good demonstration of um, climate change. Every day we get A greater and greater demonstration of of what experts tell us, and you know, if you if you if you're mindful, you understand that there's a lot of spin in the world. There's a lot of things that don't matter that's talked about, but there are some things that just are absolutes. It just makes a lot of sense and it's real and to see people um, go out of their way to be unique and have opposite ideas for the sake of having opposite ideas and being contrarians is kind of weird to me speaking of that I was thinking earlier about uh, because I I did a episode about Capricorn season check it out it's called Capricorn season where in which I talked about uh, how Capricorns react in social situations and in this I'm going to speak on something like that it's not really putting too much of what being in the capricorn's trait we go, we're going to put that to the side it's just how my mind functions and I, I i honestly don't know what you would call it because we we could put definitions and names and terms on it i just i don't know what you would call it and it was always something that happened with me that I didn't realize it was really happening during the time it was happening there was a time in my life when um I was very very insecure and I didn't understand social dynamics they just did not make sense to me when I would look at people people be social and interact. I didn't see what other people saw. I saw what was there, not what was implied. And I think that the world, the way this world, the world works is that social interaction is what is implied, not as what is actually there. But the way my mind works, I see what is actually there. So, in order to be more social what I would do is mimic what I saw everyone else doing but for the reasons why they were actually doing it and I got a lot of negative uh, reactions when I was young I didn't understand why And this kind of explains why. Like I said, I was uh, very insecure. And I used to lie a lot. And I used to imitate others a lot. I was afraid to be myself. Um, For those that still wanted to fuck with me, eventually there's only but so long you can lie before people realize you're lying and then you have to live on the lie which always made me feel horrible when I felt like I was found out for the fact that I I lied and now here I am being a known liar and that used to just bother me because so much of my the influence around me and the music and the world was like be real be you be real be you and I just felt like when I would get caught, I'm not, I'm afraid to be me, so at some point in my life, I I stopped lying, like, even now to this day, it's very, very hard for me to lie to people, like, I feel extremely uncomfortable, like, I can mislead people, I can give people half information, I can, um, play with the facts but a bold faced lie is is very hard for me even if I don't like the person and I'm in a horrible situation it's just hard for me to lie and that became part of who I was that no matter what I said and did I spoke my truth and here's a good example of how it would affect conversations. For a large portion of my life, um, Tupac was my favorite rapper. And everybody knows Tupac loves some Hennessy. Hennessy's always been a a big staple in the black community. Um, When I started drinking, I never drank liquor because I always thought liquor tasted horrible. I would drink beer or malt liquor, but I never really drank liquor liquor because I always thought liquor tastes horrible. As I got older and I wanted more of the immediate intoxication instead of getting filled up with the suds of beer, I started to gravitate more towards liquor because liquor get you there faster. And that resulted in me, in me one day being in the store I said, let me um, try Hennessy. And I, I never... Drink Hennessy before I hear so much of these things about Hennessy let me go ahead and get some Hennessy Hennessy is awful not only is Hennessy awful you gotta drink so much of it to get intoxicated there's so much other things in that store that that taste better and get you to where you wanna go than Hennessy. So me, I felt like the world was lying and trying to overemphasize something for popularity because one person said it was something. So now it became such a staple that everyone talks this big thing. It's like uh, Wingstop. Wingstop and Five Guys, their food's horrible. Like, I don't even know where the fanfare comes from, but you really ever hear people honestly say that Wingstop is horrible or that Five Guys is horrible or that Hennessy is horrible. So it's like, it adds, for me, it added that feeling of, it, it just irritated me that so many people build, build this up and this is horrible. Now, at the same time, if you like Hennessy, I don't care. If you like Hennessy, for whatever reason you like Hennessy. I don't judge you. For whatever reason you like Hennessy. I don't judge you. I don't like Hennessy. And I don't like it for a multitude of reasons. That are personal to me. So in a, in a, in a group setting. Someone came and asked me. Do I like Hennessy? And they happen to have Hennessy. And I told them, nah, I don't really like Hennessy. You know, I, the same thing I'm telling you now. I always grew up hearing so much about Hennessy. And, you know, I never tried it. But when I tried it, I didn't really like it. And I told them, like, you know, so, so many other liquors in the store that get you where you're going. You know, I, I just Hennessy ain't for me. I didn't understand that as this person is holding their cup of Hennessy, the average person doesn't hear what you're saying. They hear it as an attack on them. Well, I drink Hennessy. They get mad because you're bashing something that they like. It's a part of their personality. This is the part of social interaction that is implied and not direct. See, me, I'm direct. I'm honest. I don't identify with things that I wear, drink, or anything like that. To me, everything is just a product. If I like the product, I like the product. I like the product because I like the product, not because someone told me to like the product. So if you tell me you don't like the product... I don't care. I don't take it as a personal shot at me because that's one less person on the, the train that I'm riding. I don't want to do the popular thing. So if, if I'm drinking, let's just say, Doucet. If I'm drinking Doucet and you come to me and Oh, you're drinking say Like, yeah, this is some Deuce. I don't really like uh say I don't like the whole... I don't like how Jay-Z... And you just go into a whole diatribe. We sit there and listen to you. Yeah, man, that's wild. I mean, it tastes good, though. And I'm going to go about my day. It don't... Because it don't personally affect me. Don't care. <laughs> I'm drinking it because I want to drink it. Because Ducey. Even though it is expensive, it tastes good and a little bit gets you there much faster than anything else. So you, you have less of the heavy feeling that you get when you, uh, when you drink a lot because you drink, you're not drinking as much. In addition to that, you're drinking less, so you're less likely you're going to get the hangover. So those are my reasons for drinking it. So I know my own reasons. Regardless of how you feel about it, it does not affect me. I don't take it personal. Now, when I was growing up, I didn't understand that there are so many people in this world that take it, that everything they do is a part of their identity. So when you be social, Someone's standing there scanning you, everything that you have on, and they're trying to base their conversation on implying the affinity to you through what you like about yourself based on what you're doing and what you have. Which to me is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> because we aren't that, we're our motivations which goes back to what I was saying earlier about me watching others and learning how to be social, is I see your motivations, not what your motivations are trying to imply about you. And I always believed when I was younger that everyone saw interaction like this. Only for me to find out that When people feel very insecure about something, or I don't—that's why I, said I didn't want to give it a definition, because I don't want to say it's all based on insecurity. I, I actually myself don't know what is based on. I don't know why people do this, but when you dismiss something that people attach themselves to. They feel like it's a personal attack on them. Like. Another way I can describe this is that. When I was a lead tech. And I would pull up on. Some of the employees that I kind of. Was over. When I would pull up they would immediately think I'm there to judge their work. So they would immediately start explaining what they've been doing before I got there. And in my mind, I'm like, dog, I'm bored. I, I just, I knew you was here and I just wanted to fucking share with you. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. It's like that. I don't, I'm not considering you at all when I make these statements. I have no desire to insult you. I'm not built like that. I'm not passive aggressive. I'm not manipulative. If I have a problem with you, I can state my problem with you. Because if it bothers me enough to feel a way I'm not going to feel uncomfortable around you. Either we're going to deal with it or you're going to feel uncomfortable around me. I'm not holding on to that for you. Who are you? (laughs) If one of us is going to be uncomfortable because of something that you did, you're going to be uncomfortable not me. I've lived in Chaos and uh, uncomfortability my whole life to the point that I am comfortable in it. I have developed such a PTSD at some point that I felt like everyone was my enemy. So, and the worst thing about PTSD is feeling like everyone's your enemy but not knowing if everyone is your enemy. So, the best thing for me to do is to know that you're, you're my enemy. At that point, I don't got to think about it no more because I know for a fact you don't like me. And because I know for a fact you don't like me now, in my mind, all I got to do is develop a plan for whatever I'm going to do with you when you try some shit. <laughs> you know? So, I don't. I'm, I'm okay with you not liking me. So... With everything that I do, I'm okay with... I'd rather give you the raw. Like, some people try to be poetic or... make a message for you to decipher. I don't... My thing is, especially when it matters when it comes to love. Like, when I love someone and I care about them sometimes my in, in my expressing of how much I care about them or how much I love them I'll be extremely direct and it, it can come off as forceful or too much to people who I guess don't think like me but I understand. And when I was younger, I was very insecure about that, so I didn't really express love because, oftentimes, when I express love, it, it was too crazy. People aren't really used to people. It's like when someone say, "How's your day going?" To me, when I hear that, it's just something that people do. My day's going all right. You don't, to me, you don't care about my day. It's a hello. So when I say to you, how's your day going? I don't want to hear about your fucking day. I don't care. That's hello. And on that same level of thinking is how people communicate love with one another. So when you or I, me, myself, really expressed or expressed My love, it's like someone telling you how their day is going for real. Let me tell you that I love you so much that it hurts. You know, when you're away and I'm alone and you know when it's quiet and it's so quiet that your ears are ringing and you can hear your heart thumping and my mind crosses you when my heart thumps I can hear it thump and tear apart at the same very time and that quiet doesn't make it any better this ringing this thumping this pain is silence I'm compelled to figure out what you're doing where you are, how you are I gotta know that's how much I love you now I say some shit like that to someone who's open to it oh man but to someone who like don't, ain't ready to understand how I feel <laughs> it's like yo what the fuck is wrong with you that ain't, cause, cause people don't express love like that only when they're in a romantic relationship or only when they're at that point but me if I love you regardless of where you think we are I can love you when you not love me That's the that's another thing I don't need you to love me for me to love you because everything about me is not dictated for you or from you. Now, you can react or do things to me that will change how I feel, but at the same time, I can love you without you loving me because my love is based on how I feel about you. So I don't know what this is in the way that I think that makes me this way. And I don't know what it is in the way that other people think that make them that way. All I can say is that in my life, there's a whole lot more of them than it is of me. So growing up, I always felt um, unnormal or weird because I really ever met people that were like me. Even to this day, I really ever meet people who are like me, like people who think, who do things because it's important to them. people and you can always spot these people very easy because they don't dress like everyone else they don't talk like everyone else they'll tell you Wingstop is awful They'll tell you Hennessy is awful. They'll tell you Nikes are ugly. They'll tell you BMWs are a piece of junk. They'll tell you to buy a Toyota Tacoma. They'll tell you leave Kias alone. They'll tell you at a certain age it's easy and more important for you to own a condo than to own a house. They'll tell you things and do things that are the opposite of what is the most popular thing that they should tell you. They'll tell you what makes sense. Not what you want to hear. So when I meet those people... In my life, it's always odd because I know who they are. And each time I've met them, they've always like when I when I when I meet them, I'm so excited. And I establish like I immediately have an affinity for them. And they see me be so cold to everyone else, but be so animated and expressive and talkative with them. And it's almost like they don't understand why I like them. And it's weird, cause it's like they, don't, they are unique, but they don't even know how unique they are. oftentimes it be the funny thing about it is a lot of people who think that the people who will tell you that they are unique or they uh advertise it like crazy it's, it's in every like you'll see uh if they got a social media it'll be like uh unique betty or once in a lifetime jones or some shit like that like you are the most basic motherfucking world Normally, that's why I, I it's like an anomalous anom- uh, anomaly for me, and I feel so fucking out of place. Is that I usually people who think like me never question why people don't like them. They have like. I always wondered why I was... For someone who who thinks like me, why did I care about being social? And try to study being social. And just get, get me with so much... Because I, I, I when I was younger, I just had... Always had friendships that would start off okay. And at some point, the friend would just start hating me. And I never understood why until I started to understand the type of person that I am and the way that I think is just that the longer I was around these people the more comfortable I felt and the more comfortable I felt the more I expressed my opinion and the more I expressed my opinion the more these things would trigger them to feel a way about themselves so it to them it seems like I'm just this arrogant guy around them bashing everything that they're doing and talking down on them it's like no I'm just talking This is In my mind This is what a conversation is It's an exchange of ideas And feelings It's not us trying to appease each other And remain friends Because a friend to me Is someone that I like Because they exchange Thoughts and ideas In a way that I find interesting And They are good hearted people So when I usually meet, um, people like this is I'm always fascinated by their surprise that I like them. It's almost like, hold on, people rarely ever like me this much. Why do you like me? And why do you not like everybody else? But you like me? What, what, what did I do? It's always that kind of attitude. <laughs> and me, like I said, I. uh. uh I'm expressive and I'm honest, and I come on heavy. I can't help it. I come on heavy because I mean what I say and I feel what I feel, and it's because of me. I don't lie anymore. I'd rather the truth push you away than a lie keep you near. Merry Christmas!